0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Football Ramble.
1: The Premier League season is over, but Chelsea are winning the transfer window. It's Tuesday, the 25th of August. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Yes, forget the youth. The youth are over at Stamford Bridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We need game time. We need players who've got game
1: time. Gosh darn it. Oh, yeah, aren't, aren't,
3: aren't they fine with young'uns, but they need to be expensive young'uns? Mm. Great I, I think point. That's, that's important. Of course, we don't
1: it? want any of this homegrown crap. We,
3: what? What we, want. No, we no. want global superstars at 19. <laughs> <laughs> that we I mean, can th- buy in. Th- th- there is something far more satisfying, I think, about going and buying... You know, two Romero peppers for three pounds out of Waitrose <laughs> than there is in growing them in your back garden,
0: yeah. would you say?
1: I actually wouldn't say that because over the lockdown, I grew spinach. And I tell you what, oh. that the taste of that spinach will, will stay with me for the rest <laughs> of my
2: life. It'll stay in my stomach. It was, <laughs> it'll rot. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> it, oh, it was beautiful. Can, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. beautiful. Okay, right, fine, okay. You say that,
3: if you can still taste food like four weeks later. I, that's, I about, it's
2: that's a bad it, Oh, it's so irony so irony it's like I
3: can't get the McDonald's stench off my fingers car battery
1: (laughs) I think you're making the wrong order oh well let's not get onto that on the McDonald's front but um, I don't know I think sometimes it's nice to have a little centre the French fries they're
2: a central London club there's no room for uh, player allotment so to speak (laughs) Think of the overheads, guys. Come on.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Actually, Mm. did anyone else grow any vegetables in the uh, lockdown?
2: No, I did find. I did find a uh, what's not an aubergine. (laughs) It's my (laughs) new game. What's not an aubergine? Press the button. Uh, A courgette. (laughs) It is courgette. Bang on. There we go. Courgette. Thank you, Kate. (laughs) Thank you. A courgette. There was somebody giving away a big box of courgettes, and uh, I took one, uh, and I thought it was being really sneaky. And uh, yeah, cooked it. It was delicious. Free courgettes, guys, get involved!
1: Wait, hang on, sorry, what?
2: Somebody, who, just, somebody had been growing some courgettes on their allotment. I
0: believe, oh, we well, just and I left them outside. Le- the left door.
2: them outside, going, who wants some free courgettes?
1: Because you now inhabit a countryside iddle. so yes, all of this stuff is exactly, just yeah. par for the course for you, <laughs> not for us, like skanky urban. Rats.
3: Pomp. Yeah. Say rats. rats. Say rats. Slugs. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I, grow, uh, I grow French fries in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> turkey Twizzlers. <laughs> They're back, I hear.
1: Really? Oh,
2: hey. They're back, yeah, apparently. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what's happened. They're, Is that allowed... because
1: Jamie Oliver went bankrupt or whatever? <laughs> <Yeah. so> now...
2: <laughs> he's brought us on out now, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, the, the, he was adopted by the dark. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah he's, he's kind of, his company's gone down this morning, So, you, Turkey Twizzlers can be back, kids. Can you eat the Turkey twizzlers.
1: Oh, bro. All right, then. Mm. Don't. If children are listening at home, you also must eat your greens, especially mm. homegrown spinach. That's what yeah. I'd recommend. Speaking of homegrown <laughs> spinach. Um, <laughs> yes, let's talk about these these transfers that may or may not happen, mm. as is the want of this extremely long transfer window. Just under 50 days remaining, I think. Yeah, it <laughs> feels
3: like it's longer.
2: Yeah, probably feels very long for Kate working on Sky. <laughs> it's a lot of, I love a lot transfers. Of transfer if we
1: had to do transfers 365 days a year, I would be pleased. So let's have none of that, Donaldson. You'd like Didn't to travel to the
2: transfer dimension, wouldn't you? Ooh, where yeah. Dimensions are four-dimensional and amazing.
1: Just <laughs> and everything you want recurs can happen.
2: A, can recurs. Two transfers can happen to the same player at the same time. Different clubs.
1: <laughs> quantum <laughs> Quantum <laughs> transfers. <laughs> That's quite a good. I think we're edging towards the new topics there. Yeah.
3: I only think Christmas Day transfers would be good if we had a transfer system like the trade system in basketball. Right. It's like, you know, imagine mm. you're having your Sunday lunch and it's like, oh, yeah, you've been traded to Chelsea. And you're like, oh, well, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I play for the Central Coast Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You need to be there in 20 minutes.
1: The <laughs> choppers outside. Aaron Ramsdale just gone back to Sheffield United. He was talking on one of the BBC uh, football podcasts, uh, saying that he discovered that that would be happening while he was on a plane. And he, how do you celebrate on a plane? He asked. Uh, chappers or oh, whoever it
2: was he was some, talking to. Somebody did the big Wi-Fi upgrade at <laughs> quid. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah.
1: He said he had a little Prosecco. Oh,
2: Did he? How sweet little mini prosecco. I wonder what kind of player it was. I wonder where he like where he was going.
1: Yeah, he tried to then amp it up and suggest it was champagne, but it's clear it was prosecco.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think Prosecco's nearer the mark if it's Sheffield United, isn't it? I oh. mean, you know, they're all very you know working class and real, aren't Solid, they? Solid, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's what Sheffield United. What, all so about. is that
1: what working class real people drink? Prosecco. Oh yeah, they do now. Prosecco and mead.
2: There's, there's <laughs> nothing in between. Prosecco and mead. Uh, yeah, that's
1: it. I don't know what you drink to celebrate your move to Chelsea though. Like. Gold-encrusted Krug or something like yeah, that. So yeah, it's, it's
3: got to be Cristal for Chelsea or Paris Saint-Germain, I would think.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. although all non-alcoholic Cristal, if you're going to Paris Saint-Germain, of course, because, you know, Qatar's dry. Ah, I
2: see.
3: Anyway, Chelsea... Non-alcoholic Cristal <laughs> delivered by Jay-Z, imagine Leonardo DiCaprio or David Beckham. I was just sat in a
2: hotel in, uh, in Qatar drinking non-alcoholic. Uh, Prosecutor, something's gone wrong here. Some
1: of us don't (laughs) have to imagine that experience. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Pete. I'm breaking out in cold sweats already. (laughs)
2: The fun adjacent hotel.
1: (laughs) Yes, you mentioned the youth coming in, being brought in like waitrose spinach kai habits Deal of up to 90 million pounds that could be concluded imminently we understand but then we also have chargo silver nearly 36 in he comes as well on a free which is the better
3: (laughs) deal i think they're both excellent can i say no well i am saying that (laughs) (laughs) i I think you have to applaud Leverkusen, who everyone expected to get bullied in this and are basically going to end up getting what they want, albeit by increments, because it looks like it's 80 million euros up front, plus 10 in the sort of objectives that you're definitely going to achieve, like getting in the Champions League every year.
0: Yeah.
3: And then the extra ones would be like, you know, winning the Champions League or winning the FA Cup and et cetera, et cetera. But they're going to end up with pretty close to the 100 million euros they wanted with a player who, I mean, and this has been compared to the Jadon Sancho situation. But it's, it's nothing like that because Havertz went to Leverkusen and said, right, I want to leave. Let me go now. Mm. And I won't sign an extension to my contract, which is very, Slightly very opposite. different. To, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's literally ex- the opposite. Exactly of the the opposite. <laughs> he, he's not doing any dancing in training videos for the social channels. He's like, no socials. Stay away from me. <laughs> I'm going to be at Chelsea by the end of August. And, you know, they've they've got a great player who if everything goes relatively according to plan they're going to get 10 years a great bang out of he's a great player already um there's lots of progress to be made we know he can play center forward from the last six months as well there's so much about him so i understand that people think yeah they need defenders etc etc well i think the thing is with thiago silva yes he is old but he's still amazing and if he doesn't have to be the captain is even better. I just wonder with Paris Saint-Germain, we wonder how Ligue 1 can be a bit of a challenge for them. Maybe they could replace Thiago Silva with David Lewis. the kid who got on stage dressed as Thiago Silva to do that rap with Dave at Glastonbury. <laughs> oh,
2: right. What yes. do you reckon? So I forgot about that, yeah. I mean, he was, he a might fail the post-match drug test. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, his, uh, didn't he get like a fire in the booth session or something? Didn't he, did not he, he? Oh, he got like a record deal or something like that. Oh, and he was, okay. It turns out he was terrible without the... Fun. The feeling of fun in his heart <laughs> on stage. I thought you were going
3: to say, having learnt the words. <laughs> having
2: learnt the words, the whole thing. But yeah, it's a, this is, mo- the Tiago Summers things are way more kind of, in my heart, a bit more Chelsea for me. It's a bit more like, it, it, it's a bit more like going for, Ali- well, trying to get Allison and getting Kepper Like that kind of sort of situation. Like going for, 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 for a defender they need and then going for a defender that they probably is it fair to say a thirty-five-year-old footballer you should, should not be the saviour of your of your of your um, defence? Uh, oh,
3: probably, probably, but I think if you look at the sort of players that Chelsea have got. Plenty of potential and not that much product. I mean, I think Mm. they've got lots of centre-halves who could be worked on and who could get better. Is that the responsibility of a footballer who's coming in on on pretty decent wages, presumably? Yeah, um, that's what they're paying him for. I I literally think that's what they're they're paying him for. I don't think you're paying Thiago Silva to play 60 games a season, Mm. because it's not going to happen. I mean, I remember the first time I interviewed him. You should see the state of his feet. He is a warrior. He is an absolute warrior. What are we talking, crusty toenails or...? It, it just—it just looks like he's been doing a lot of manual work with his feet, <laughs> which really he has been.
2: Yeah, huh. he's the—you know, like video game Tetris. He's the one who kicks the
3: blocks into the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one thing you don't know about him. Time. Yeah, it looks like he might have had a few like Arkanoid gold bricks drop on his foot, feet <laughs> yeah. uh, at various points.
1: Also a bit, also a bit foot damaged or heel damaged. Anyways, Ben Chilwell who's supposed yeah. to be coming in too. I think. That's wow, gonna that's gonna be a though. That's, that's <laughs> a impressed.
3: Yeah, I love it.
2: He's going to get through his heel injury. It's less good
1: because you pointed it out. I could have just passed <laughs> it off as an <laughs> Yeah, so he's 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 youth and uh, mm. vigor mm. in the back line.
2: Yeah. So stop slagging off Chelsea, you need Pete. To sit somewhere in the middle. <laughs> gonna spend that amount of money. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, 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 think it. I, I want to see um uh, Thiago Silva in 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 a Chelsea shirt. I, I want to see him in the uh, Premier League. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to this scene Actually, Chelsea gonna be. Blowing brilliant, and to be honest, does this not massively um, increase the uh, risk of, uh, frankly, not not having a club? Um, you know, second half of uh, of this season because I just can't. If you can't get a tune out of uh, that that forward line, oh, I just maybe. think it's it's it, it's going to be really problematic. And it's really going to show any deficiencies or any
3: greenness. It's a question though, actually. Pete, has Abramovich ever had to kick a club legend to the curb before? Mm.
2: Well, I guess they've always been like new club legends, so to speak. But frankly, there's very few legends who've spent that amount of time at, at yeah. one club and have
3: produced so, so, so frequently. Um, I, mean, I mean, does whoever go in next get the Rafa Benitez treatment? Yeah, <laughs> that's, maybe, that's my yeah. question. Yeah, Not the Newcastle Rafa Benitez <laughs> no, treatment, no. the Chelsea Rafa yes, Benitez yeah, yeah. treatment.
2: I mean, they, they didn't spend big um, in January when their when they're, when they're, um, uh, transfer... Um, ban was obviously lifted, and, and they sort of said, Look, we're not going to. We've seen Chelsea make panic buys again mm. and again and again in, 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 in January, and uh, now he's got a hell of a squad to draw from. Um, if what, are Titans, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying about Fernando Torres?
3: What are you saying about Fernando Torres? Well, like,
2: like chelsea have got a terrible, you know, like I said, uh, going for Alisson and getting Kepa, you know, trying to sign like Roberto Carlos back in the day and, and, and muffing it up and like, you know, Jeco and, and ending up with Giroud. Like, like, I'm not saying Giroud isn't a fantastic footballer, but I'm just saying that the, the level, it, it's a completely different level i think to a certain extent
3: is it like when you go into waitrose kate and reach for the truffle pesto and you accidentally pick up the induzion one instead <laughs> i wouldn't ever make such a basic animal. exactly <laughs> when you
1: basic. know waitrose as you know as clearly as i do you can summon that store layout <laughs> at hear, the back of your hand i hear
2: Okada switch to uh, mark spencer's guys just to, oh, the on Okada, guys. on no. They've got away from Waitrose. trust. Did they? Did they away trust? Is they window went, window yeah. <laughs> that is a transfer window story. That is a transfer window story. It happened back in January, but yeah, they've just kind of coming. January transfer window.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Old news in mm. some respects, but in to us, mm. huge. But where, okay, but sorry. Where, but, I mean, where does this leave Cheeky and Mounty? Yeah, and quite because and, so, and Pulisic. <laughs> so the two. So done is Timo Werner and Hakim Ziyech, and then we've got Havertz on the way in, uh, Chilwell TBC based possibly on his heel yes. or not. Um, and then, of course, silver, which would make a big dent. Do you remember at the start of last season? Do you remember the start of last season? <laughs> no, um, not really. <laughs> uh, when they did all of those, you know, starting 11, Chelsea starting 11 was, you know, average age of 24 years yeah. or something. So I imagine silver's going to make a bit of a, <laughs> bit
3: of a dent in that, uh, that very, very age, young
1: isn't? average age. But
3: apart from that, the rest of it stays relatively low. They're kind of on course, aren't they? Yeah. I, I mean, now it's just a you know, better class of young. And it's, it's turned into Hogwarts. It yes. was St Trinian's, <laughs> and now it's Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I'm not sure how Kepper would feel about that. Uh, if Kepper will be having a chance to take an interest in whether it's St Trinian's or Hogwarts, because, well, is he going to be replaced by this Leal goalkeeper, Mike uh, Mignon? Am I, uh, did I get that
3: Manion, right? yeah. Mignon. Yeah. Well, he's, he's excellent, but mm. fell out with the very terrifying uh, Lille head coach, Christophe Galtier. Uh, okay. So, and yeah, you don't really don't want to fall out with Christophe Galtier. But Magnon is is someone with enormous potential who I think could eventually become France goalkeeper, especially if you look at the age of, the, of their current goalkeepers. He's terrific. He came through the Paris Saint-Germain Academy. So there's another one who can bite him in the arse in Champions League in a couple <laughs> of years' time. But um, I, I think this would be a really good signing because he's not going to cost the earth. I think he could be the goalkeeper that Chelsea need rather than the goalkeeper that you, you expect them to get, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, part of it is They like, can't
2: buy another expensive goalkeeper though, can't they? I what, mean, how, they do, go, how
3: do you sell Kepper? Yeah. How do, how do you would get they, rid of him?
2: Would they have gone for anyone who was decent, who was cheap, like in Europe, who had a bit of a recognised um, kind of um, pedigree?
3: I, I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Because the Alisson and Kepper transfers really changed the way that goalkeepers are looked at. Mm. It. Like, If you think how long the record for... Buffon as the most expensive goalkeeper in the world last last for like nearly twenty years, yeah, mm. which is astonishing, really, because a goalkeeper can definitely make or break your chances of winning a trophy. Well, I, I can never get my head around that.
1: Goalkeepers historically undervalued, as we know, yes. because you know people have that uh, confirmation bias about you know you watch a striker score a lot of goals, whatever. Obviously, mm. that overvalues mm. them in your mind. You, I think, you undervalue the. The f- you know the goal didn't happen if it's mm, saved right? right so you sort of forget it more and they become
2: so much more of the ga- a part of the game especially with, with, with teams like Manchester City and, uh, and Liverpool starting off everything through them and 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 like, like you say Andy um, goalkeepers are very very different now and uh, you, you sort of look at I, Martin De at Newcastle why is not why are no teams looking at him because mm. his delivery of the ball is second to none at times he's, he's he could play outfield half the time and he's an incredible. Shot stopper. As I,
3: well. I might have asked you this al- already, Pete, but do you think he's either reached or is close to reaching his Shea Given moment? Because there was definitely <laughs> yes, a, yes, uh, a, a Shea Given yep. moment where he thought, yeah, yeah. "I'm not putting up with this shit." <laughs> I, I remember I took yeah. my father-in-law to see them play. I guess it must have been the season, but last they went down when they lost. 5 1 at home to Liverpool. Mm. And at the end, when everyone was shaking hands, Shea Given just got the ball and booted it up into level <laughs> seven of the Sir John Hall stand. And that was his moment. You yeah. could feel the I'm straw done. breaking.
2: I'm absolutely done. Bring yes. Harper in. <laughs> I just, I'm
1: just saying. So you're not nominating him as a Kepper replacement, are you? There? I'm, I'm nominating him
2: as a play, as a player that uh, better teams should, and of which there are a lot at the moment, um, should be looking at because he's 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 great with his feet and he's and he's he's great at delivering the ball where it needs to be. Uh, unfortunately, that the, the ball will be delivered to someone who's a bit naff, um, uh, and he's an incredible <laughs> shot stopper as well. I, I think uh, I, I don't know why teams aren't looking at him. There must be something that that I'm not seeing, uh, and that is. Obviously, very much uh, an option for people to not see what I'm seeing.
3: (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's... That's
3: everybody in the whole world. (laughs) I'm not sure that's an option.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Take my eyes. (laughs) Away from Chelsea, James Madison has just signed a new four-year deal. Well, yeah, away from Chelsea, he's Hmm. signed a new four-year deal with Leicester. So he's going to be sticking around there. He says, there are so many positive things happening on and off the pitch. And I'm delighted (laughs) to be part of that. In in Ibiza, (laughs) Delhi Alley. Alley.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I know there are a lot of deals in old football done in service stations if you're James Madison you don't sign a four year contract extension (laughs) with like Leicester in a welcome break do you no no you really really don't maybe
1: that'll be how you show your like real football if you wanted to do it like that
3: yeah say well well, I'm earning 110 grand a week now I'm gonna go and buy two Milton Mowbray pork pies
1: (laughs) God, he's so sort of the earth, isn't he? I don't wanna um go down the route endlessly of this like I went to Wales and did camping. But um <laughs> when I was in Wales doing camping <laughs> um Is this recent or yeah yeah the know, other day. Ahead. Um I last weekend, I've lost track mm. of the days to be honest. Um went into a service station and I guess, you know, it's all quite a bit more spread out. In, in that, you know, what's the countryside, it was proper countryside. Mm-hmm. And there were just a whole load of people sitting around a table playing a bit of cards in the service station, having a chat, little uh, That
3: doesn't sound of like coffee. much of a holiday. I wasn't playing that wasn't the, cards in a service station. I wasn't
1: I don't think they were on holiday. I think it was their local hangout.
3: Yeah. Right, okay. It was cool. They were friendly. Were you signing for someone? Uh, well, I I'm
1: not this is
3: embargoed until later. <laughs> <laughs> I signed for totally <laughs> in a welcome break last week. Kay's right.
1: leaving at the break, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> One stick, back. People have been <laughs> snapping my progress on the CCTV cameras. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Arsenal fans taking photos of... I don't really understand what they were hoping to interpret, but of CCTV cameras right. with potential signings, cars. Oh, like CCTV cameras in, uh, at Arsenal's... Yeah, stri- correct. Right, okay. Who's got the feed? Who's got access to the feed? Well, I don't know, but... I used to work for a travel news company, you know, mm. where you'd be like, there's, oh, it's Chocker on the M25 mm. at the moment. Um, and oh, you I duck, wonder if it's you one of those guys. So is
3: this at the Emirates or London Colney?
1: I'm not sure. I didn't see that. And sh- also I couldn't really bloody tell. It's just
3: a bit of road. If, if it's at <laughs> London Colney, <laughs> I, I guess there's quite a lot of potential for like, getting it wrong, isn't it? Because, you, 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 you know, they're right next door to Watford. Yes. So you could be thinking, we're signing his mail Hang a left yes. or right. No, he's not. He's just going to work.
1: <laughs> uh, love it. Oh, brilliant. Right. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, fallout of the Champions League final, shall we? Mm. In Marseille, specifically. And the fallout has been largely positive, I think I would say, from the perspective of Marseille. Now, the question really is, who has enjoyed um, the defeat of Paris Saint-Germain in the Champions League final more, Bayern Munich or Marseille's players? Well, <laughs> the, the, the,
3: the thing is, we saw all the Marseille fans at the Viewport where everyone goes for, for, for drinks in Marseille, taking to the streets at the final whistle and um, chanting, um, uh, where, where are the Parisians and all, all that sort of stuff. Mm. But... I didn't really expect the the players and former players to get involved (laughs) to quite the level they have. I mean, will you you say that? Let's not pretend we don't enjoy player pettiness. Oh, we love it. (laughs) It it, it is fun. I mean, immediately we saw Dimitri Payet, just to underline Dimitri (laughs) Payet, current Marseille captain <laughs> who seemed to have, well, to do that little Instagram thing yeah, the video where he the... did the the, the little shake in his finger exactly. the PSG crest and then pulled it back <laughs> uh, to reveal the Marseille crest. I thought, well, does that mean you've got a Paris Saint-Germain shirt?
0: Or yes, he, exactly, has, yeah. Has he
3: borrowed it from one of the neighbours? Also, bear in mind, this is a guy who you're thinking, oh, sort of, sort of the earth, Marseille. When he was at Saint-Etienne, he went on strike to try and get a move to (laughs) to, to Paris Saint-Germain. He took, he took the Eurostar, he bunked off training, took the Eurostar, not the Eurostar, the the, the TGV, up to um, Paris and kind of, moped around <laughs> hoping to be signed it was a kind of come and get me it was like a low rent odd and vingy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> high rent surely uh, well yes yes <laughs> maybe that's well, why what, he's got what are you said about eating chips in your car outside Loftus Road
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but,
1: yeah he really had organized it i don't know if you you guys listening had seen the video but the way that the shirt the PSG shirt was organized so it was below the star mm. indicating um, marseille the only french team to win the european cup in 1993 mm. um, so they've got a star on their above their crest and he'd really organised the Paris Saint-Germain crest it must have taken quite a lot of time is what i'm saying oh, it's to then calling. whip it away yes. um and and mock
2: i like PSG. to think i like to think he bought the um, PSG shirt um, at 5 minutes into the match he did the um, amazon 2 hour thing ah <laughs> so he's ready for the final whistle
1: <laughs> i've got a brilliant this is going to go viral guys <laughs> We've all so, got
3: to have something to fall back on. So I, I don't <laughs> know if, like, like Dimitri Payet is, you know, he's an acquired taste. I, 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 even Ooh. if he's an excellent player, he's an acquired taste. I think it's fair to say. Gibril Sise with, I, I seem to remember, I'm colourblind, so you're going to have to help me out here. Um, turquoise hair? at the moment, yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And him with a little Champions League trophy going, <laughs> C'est pas pour vous! <laughs> Come on! That was, that was pretty good. I really enjoyed that. That was, that was pretty good. I mean, that, that puts, I, mean, like, I, 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 I don't know what
2: the romance of uh, a, a domestic user heading, uh, heading a heading a Champions League winning goal is, um, in uh, in an empty stadium is now for the Champions League final. I'm like, it's been a while since my club's qualified for any European competition. Yes. So I don't really know what emotions uh, football uh, supporters can actually enjoy. But um, I, do, I do think that, um, I do think Jim said, doing anything is utterly charming. The, the, the uh, It awesome. is. Whatever he does in his
3: life. It I is. It. The, the, the more niche one was uh, former... Marseille striker Brandel, the mm. Brazilian player who I described, I think I was describing him to Ch- uh, producer Charlie earlier as technically the worst player to have played for Shakhtar Donetsk <laughs> in the last 20 years. But nevertheless, like six foot five striker, if you're if if you if you not aware of him, uh, quite physical, all elbows and legs and all, all the rest of it, um, who played for Marseille, scored the goal that knocked um, Inter out of the Champions League actually when he was in Marseille once and was, was a title winner there. He got stuck in as well And that was enjoyable because he's a cult figure. (laughs) Also enjoyable because he has relatively limited French. Because one of of his favorite, his his keynote, one of the memes of French football is him in the Coupe de la Ligue final, which is the first thing I've wondered about 15 years, I think, when they um, they, they beat uh, Bordeaux in the Coupe de la Ligue final in, in 2010. They went on to win the title with Didier Deschamps. There's there's a moment where he cuts Mathieu Chalmé in half and then he approaches the referee who's mic'd up and he goes, "No, no, je l'ai pas touché, je l'ai pas touché. And je l'ai pas touché. It's just become a Marseille and French football meme. And so at full time, he does a little tweet with lots of, you know, lol emojis saying we uh, oui, ils l'ont pas touché <laughs> as in you know they've, they've not been able to touch a, the, the Champions League and everyone enjoyed it because it was brand out
1: yeah. yeah we do love a bit of multilingual humour on the football ramble and what more would you expect when Andy Brussel is in the studio with Ooh. us today now we're going to go to a break coming up afterwards we're talking topics single-legged ties in the Champions League and Patrice Evra see you in a minute
4: Designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com ramble.
1: Welcome back to the Football Ramble. Open up your wardrobes, ladies and gentlemen, because it's time for this.
0: We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good on many topics today.
1: Yes, we are pretty good on many topics today. As are you, Ramble listeners. Thank you for some excellent new ones. I've got Tony Potter on Twitter. Oh, shall I tell you what the topic is, in case you missed it? Mm. If you could dress a manager... Who would you choose and what are they wearing? We had some corkers yesterday and I think we've upped the standard even more today. Tony Potter on Twitter. Uh, no relation. Opposition managers get to choose their counterparts outfit for each game. Let's see how friendly managers really are. <laughs> a
4: corrosive liquid.
2: <laughs> You'll have to wear a corrosive liquid. <laughs>
3: But you see, if, if you're a Manchester United manager, that's far easier to sell than Jurgen Klopp saying, I would like you to wear everything out of the Liverpool club shop, which is yes. what I do. Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: I, I, oh, It's a, obvious. Hot dog uh, costume. <laughs> Just something that really belittles your authority, I think, on the field. Get, get back. Get back in defence. You're dressed as, as a hot dog, mate. I'm not
3: listening to you. Like sandwich board. <laughs> yes saying, call me Real Madrid.
1: <laughs> I actually think Jason Mourinho would still be
3: quite sort of scary and weird in a what, hot, a hot dog, dog outfit. Yeah, I yeah. So, yeah. Well, he looks like someone else randomly dresses him at the moment. Anyway, like, yeah. that, Doesn't he? How, how do you feel that he su- suits the Spurs leisure wear? Mm.
1: I see the purple and I just think Pochettino and I, I'm finding it hard to oh, really? move on from that. Yeah, still. That's tough. Mm. Sorry.
3: I think the whole all or nothing thing is going to, twist those feelings even more, isn't it?
1: Oh my God. It really does feel as though they just like appointed him because there was a documentary coming out. <laughs> no, they, I'm sure you've seen the trailer, but it's right. so like, oh, is this real life or is this uh, an episode of TOWI? Um <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see Pirlo? He's had some new photos out of him training with Juventus as mm. head coach for the first time. I was outraged by them. I don't know what he's doing there. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I, I, I know he joked about shorts and stuff and he can pull them off and he looks you know, I've got to say, he looks fabu- he looks mm. fabulous,
3: Andrea. Yeah. But but what? No, but is he, the top? He he doesn't look fabulous. It's meant to be. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> that that's a given. But it doesn't mm. look fitted, and you expect it, you expect a certain standard of leisure wear least. from a Serie A Club, don't you, Kate? Italian tailoring of you know it l- the T-shirt. It looks like they made up the appointment on the spot i'm not saying i did but it looks like they made up the appointment on the spot and they're like yeah we haven't got um your size at the moment and you know we're going through a bit of a problem with suppliers so you're gonna have to wear the old managers yes it does yeah. look like he's yeah, wearing yeah. sari stuff doesn't it
1: absolutely i haven't mm. washed it though based on the old cigarettes chat. <laughs> oh can you oh, imagine goodness gracious. must have. did you
2: did you not want? would you not want you know um cocktail guys they all have those kind of um they roll up the sleeves and then they've got those kind of like metal kind mm. of binders around their arms yeah I'd like he needs to sort of pair of them basically. Yeah. <laughs> kind of calm down those sleeves. Yeah.
3: Two captain's armbands, perhaps. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've got one from uh, Colt Hoffman on Twitter. Outfits based on league position. Smart suits for the top four, then shirts and jeans. Even further down, you must wear Hawaiian shirts. And if you don't want to wear a clown costume, stay clear of the relegation zone. I quite like that idea. Mm. Although I think, you know, like the pinnacle for a lot of people is dress down Friday. So I think maybe you should wear smart suits and shirts if you're hoping to climb the table. Right. And like you should dress have to the, the job you want. Yeah. And mm. you should, you should be able to wear what you want. If, if you're like top four or whatever. I mean, it's one of the things that's always got to me when we, we were talking about, um, uh, French football earlier. Like in French football, you get a lot of coaches who dress, you know, obviously Marcus feels quite strongly about Hervé Renard and his wonderfully mm. pressed white shirts. Mm. But the thing that's always got to me is quite a lot of French head coaches dress like they're sort of going to a middle-aged focus sort of nightclub, <laughs> sort of like two dressy jeans, <laughs> like ostentatious belts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not into that. At all. I, th- that. I think he's no. very inappropriate for a work situation.
2: I'd like to put Bielza in like a ghillie suit, you know those ones that um, snipers have that they hide, <laughs> like they can hide. You know? So it just looks like oh, it's just a patch of grass that's moving around. Oh. Look, like it's spying on the opposition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he would have got away with it if he'd had one of those.
2: Exactly, yeah. If he'd if he dressed as a shrub, Damn he would have been fine. I think I think on,
3: on his bucket he should like maybe dress like he's fishing, like yeah. including <gasps> the rod. i dress like our Woolly.
2: He used to have a bucket, didn't he? Oh, did he? our Woolly. It was a it was a Beano style cartoon. remember cartoons <laughs> from <laughs> kids kids from the 90s. Uh, yeah, cartoons from the 80s. Uh, he was like a Scottish kind. of... It was like the bruins. It was like a yeah, Scottish novel. The bruins border. and All Willy or was it yeah. All,
3: all Willy and the bruins? Something like yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so
2: I think I think they were all concatenated uh, together in in, in the certain the annual at the end of the year. Uh, my mum and dad would never let me read uh, our Willy cuz they thought I wouldn't speak proper. <laughs> <laughs> and look at me now, mum and dad. I'll speak great, right proper me. Uh, even from Connor Ashby, my suggestion would be that all newly recruited managers have to go incognito in the first game wearing a big masked singer-style outfit. Throughout the game, the
4: speculation builds as rumours circulate online of the masked manager's identity based on his tactical style and hints from the broadcaster. The manager is finally unmasked at the post-match press conference and everyone has to
2: act shocked sure up that the guy playing a six-foot-four centre-forward and a six-centre-halves uh, was Tony Pulis all <laughs> along. We could call it the Masked Wenger rule. Don't get involved with my masked winger. Course. <laughs> Connor Ashby
3: and we've is, only been ripped off soccer
2: recently on their promotional uh, push
1: yeah and Lucas Hernandez as well
2: mm, yeah there's a uh,
1: most do, defender do we, attempt do
2: if it wasn't he, really thoughtful <laughs> it wasn't a thoughtful idea in the first place
3: do we Do we know he got it off <gasps> Luca Hernandez? his head I mean did they it's uh, a big trophy I, I, didn't, I didn't see any footage of them getting off the Getting off the plane at Munich airport. Oh, oh what? Do you, God, you reckon I the fire imagine.
2: engine had to be called and he had to be cut out of it? Because well, he couldn't I, I get I through security, he duck, could he? Yeah. <laughs> no. Certainly. How does
1: he get through security? It's going to be beep, beep, beep.
2: <laughs>
1: um, so I need you to take your hat off. I, I- can't. No, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm slowly running out of air. No one seems to care.
3: Well, I, I like if he comboed that with the. Uh, I mean, everyone's seen the footage of mm. Balotelli where he does the knee skid mm. through the. Um, through the metal detector that time yeah if you if you did that knee skid while you had the european cup stuck on your head (laughs) that would be pretty good wouldn't it
2: i'd watch it i'd watch a cartoon featuring a man with a cup on his head uh wearing Heelys. uh i'd I'd watch that a footballer with a with a cup on his head
3: i I don't think there's any doubt that cristiano ronaldo's team have already got that in the development (laughs) stage
2: definitely definitely Or just some Spurs women suede at mule slippers. I'm looking on the club shop. I was looking to see if they had any fancy clothes for uh, for um, Mourinho to wear, but no. Turns out uh, there's some Spurs older boys just chilling PJs. It just says just chilling out, and it's got a big Spurs flag on it. Um, it
1: says that it, it's written. It on says on the just t-
2: chilling out, yeah, and, and just the, chilling out. And the young uh, and the young woman's uh, version is time to shine, um, oh. and with, with 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 a club crest. So there you go. Nice. Okay. So I would like him to wear those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Legit. Well, if you've got any other ideas of what you would like football managers to be wearing, let us know. Email us your suggestions, show at footballrambledaily.com or tweet us using the hashtag RambleDopics. All one word. As all hashtags are. Mm. Thanks for the help, Kate. <laughs> right, a couple of little bits to get through before we let you get on your way. Although I guess you can get on your way, you know, while listening yeah. to a podcast. I do. do, ar- do I tend, tend to do arning or go to the gym.
2: Or- you're not tethered to your radio, you're not- are you? Oh, you're wireless. A little bit of a
1: radio neg there, Pete.
2: Well, look, I'm, I'm clear. I've gone clear. <laughs> I escaped the Scientology cult that is radio, that national broadcasting.
1: We mentioned uh, Champions League single-legged ties might be becoming the new norm. We mentioned that, I know everyone was like all over them for the quarterfinals and then they mm. became a bit in there for the semifinals. So it's almost as though the football game itself is the relevant thing rather than perhaps the <laughs> format and uh, necessarily because of course, different tactics, different setup. But anyway, Alexander Seferin has said he thinks that, he, he thinks they're more exciting and we should just have single-legged ties for, for the Champions League. What, what what are your views? My views perhaps are obvious in my voice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Seferin is a great interview because when he does interviews, and of course he, he did this with, I think, uh, Rob Harris of AP um, on the morning of the final. Mm. He's a great interview because he sits down, says whatever is on his mind, <laughs> and then it's kind of rode back from after, <laughs> uh, after, after he yeah. goes back yeah. to the office a, a couple of days afterwards. It's the pirate move. He deleted
2: it. He's <laughs> <laughs> hit he the video, didn't he?
3: But I, I, I just, I do think it's, it's something worth having up your sleeve because uh, who knows what's going to happen with next season. You know, yeah. it's, it's packed. We don't know how the, the world's going to roll really for, 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 for the next year. The, the and, and the schedule has got no room in it. So if a similar thing happened in the next I, I don't know whatever in in, in the season. I, I don't it. I don't think that's a, a massive surprise. I would like to think that is his way of of breaking it. But the idea that the clubs are going to go for it, I th- the big clubs aren't going to
2: go for this. No, and the ad- and advertisers are g- the, the advertising money will be there, so UEFA will go. <laughs> well,
3: they, they, they can't. That's it. They can't do it with the current contract. Can no, they? no. So Not they, until 2024, 20, 20, 25 Right. By so... which time everyone won't be sitting around thinking, you know, what was great. You know when we had that global pandemic (laughs) and we had to play all those games behind closed doors in one place? I loved the football
1: then. And none of
3: of Juventus, Real Madrid got there. Barcelona were absolutely (laughs) humiliated. I miss those times. Do you remember
1: when Luka Hernandez used to have a normal shaped head? Yeah. Those days.
3: (laughs) Do you think he's going to look like one of Dan Aykroyd's cone heads (laughs) when he comes out? Uh,
1: Yes,
2: indeed. Oh, no. They were like an inverted contact lens, um,
1: but like <laughs> that's actually where Benoit Asso got so enjoying from. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was listening to yesterday's show, sure. um, yeah, but like the Champions League obviously has a big pedigree, and like you know, the the, the um, I mean, the, the Man United PSG a couple of seasons ago, um, was one uh that comes to mind when it comes to um, big comebacks. Comebacks are kind of the Champions League, sting. yes. Um, and I'm not sure neutral venues will have to be organised and all that stuff. And I just, I, again, the ad money it will be there, uh, up for grabs, and, and most teams will be very much uh, into having a little bit more gas in that tank. So uh, yeah, I just can't see it happening ever. <laughs> just more. <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll probably just cancel the Europa League over that. To be quite frank, if they're going to choose one thing to do. Oh, so here, hang a, on. I'm just saying, that's what they'll do. Rather, they'd rather stick more matches in the Champions League and play them uh, at the weekend, which is kind of their plan anyway.
3: The Conference League is on the way. You can't
2: oh, stop it, please. Oh,
3: lovely. You can't stop it. I'm into it. Good. I'm into it. And Newcastle might literally be in it. Bring back the Anglo-Italian. As well, so that one there are a lot of brawls in the old Anglo Italian. Oh, there?
2: yeah, yeah, it was kind of like nobody took photographs or filmed it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the days before camera phones, <laughs> life was happier for all of us. Uh,
1: man, imagine being a student these days. Mm. Um, well, actually, that would be shit anyway, but um, right. The other great thing we saw this uh week was Patrice Evra's interview in The Guardian with Donald McCray the i th- i thought the most interesting thing he he talked about was uh, that situation where liverpool um wore shirts supporting louis suarez after louis suarez was banned for eight games for racially abusing him and the, you know the point he made as he did when he spoke about it on sky sports mm. back in october and uh, Jamie carragher said it was a bloody weird thing to do and obviously they made a massive mm. massive error in that but the point he made was that how bizarre it was that 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 was what they chose to do after it's already been proven like you know yeah. the 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 outcome has been handed down. It's not like, you know, we're not we're not sure what the situation here is. There's there's been a verdict, and that probably should be respected. But Liverpool anyway.
2: players being tribal <laughs> about about something. And of course, the point you made
1: <laughs> is that you know you do you support your teammates, and there is merit in that. Um, but what was, what has been kind of lovely from Petru's ever and and really elegant through this whole uh, Black Lives Matter movement recently, in many cases, has been black players. You remember when we spoke to Canners talking about how they've, you know, people apologised for the racism that they um, delivered on him in the past. Chelsea fans who used to racially abuse him have come and said, you know, we're sorry for that. And he said, you know, they're willing to accept that. That, that was say, that was amazing on. to me. That, yeah. that absolutely that's stunned me. the same me. sort of style with, with Patrice, I think.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, that, that, that whole Liverpool thing, it, it feels like it's from a different century, yeah. doesn't it? 2011. It's- Twenty eleven. That's
2: extraordinary, isn't yeah. it? Mm. But you, you sort of wonder who you know, who set it up, who wanted to do it, who was just kind of dragged along. Or oh, well, if I'm it, the peer pressure of of being involved in something like that, it, it, it is difficult. But yeah, it, a massive, massive. PR own goal, and it was a PR own goal back then. It was dreadful back then. And anyone who says it was a different time or people didn't think about these—it's just a humanity own goal, really, isn't it? Stupid. But I mean, look, mm. I mean, look, the 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 Black Lives Matter um, organised kind of kneeling is going to end this weekend in, in in British domestic competition. And I think the more aware black footballers, all uh, the black footballers, certainly, um, like Patrice Evra. Um, we'll rightly question whether we've seen this kind of like talk of this kind of gesture before, and, and and I think him, this was only 2011. It wasn't a it wasn't a different world, and and I do wonder whether um, this, this this kind of movement. You you, you may talk about footballers have experienced, you know, the odd person on the street kind of just coming up saying, oh, "I'm really sorry about uh, the rest racist abuse," but I do wonder whether footballing authorities have, have kind of they're they're allowing themselves a bit of a pass. Uh, now, because we're not going to be talking about it next season, this COVID thing is kind of um, overshot that a little bit, and and, and I, I fear for um, I fear for the league's position on this matter. To be quite frank, they've got away with it. I think, but
3: that's that's why we need to hear more from someone like Patrice Evra, mm-hmm. isn't it? Someone who's a, a real leader in in so many ways, and such a huge figure in in English football. Since I, I mean it's it's interesting because of his social media presence i think you know you, you can't really have like different levels of image can you that's that that's that's, that's the thing and ever has been kind of i think quite it's unfairly old. painted as a as a clown mm. basically when you know everyone's got more than one side to their character but it's sometimes quite hard to get that across in media and especially social media and i think this this is a really quite good attempt to recalibrate that image because, you know, he talks about going into coaching. But if if you sit down and have an interview with... Donald McRae, that's going to help, isn't it? Mm. Because and it's something that's really. And neat. if
1: you mentioned that Sir Alex Ferguson thought you'd be a brilliant manager, that might help too.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that that also that also might
1: Perhaps help. We put, I, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you calling me at three thirty in the morning, Patrice? <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets a lot of calls.
3: <laughs> but uh, it's it's really really interesting because you get a bit more of the the, the full picture, a bit more of the journey, don't you? Mm. Which I, I think is easy to forget about about Patrice Everett mm. and you know that 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 star at, at Manchester City where he thought after 45 minutes it meant, <laughs> he says in the interview he thought he made a dreadful mistake his agent said you made a dreadful <laughs> mistake I mean, I, mean, I mean if your agent says you made a dreadful mistake <laughs> not stick with it we'll be fine <laughs> He's but... stroking a gold bar. <laughs> <Not before. laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I've made a driver's permit. You haven't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely interview anyway. Check it out uh, in The Guardian, Donna McCrae, one of my f- absolute favourite, favourite Best
2: sports interviews. The best, the best is uh, the he talks about um, dressing up as a panda bear to show kids that racism is isn't the thing to do. Uh, get involved with, and uh, the panda bear is black, white, and chubby. I want kids to be like that panda. Be cool, be funny, but respect everyone. I think one of the most. Boris uh, Johnson is not rare. on board with
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I want kids to be chubby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah got a in you. <laughs> Oh my goodness, we're going to
1: get taken off the air. We're going to get banned. <laughs> it's our right, air, we own it. <laughs> we're for pushing turkey twizzlers. Um, there is some live football guys still mm. still going on. As we know, the men's football has stopped, but the Women's Champions League semi-finals start tonight. The first one is Wolfsburg against Barcelona, and then tomorrow it's Paris Saint-Germain against Lyon. The match you have
3: at the stage of competition in the Champions League. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think you're meant to trail... Um, I think you were legally obliged actually to trail um, Wolfsburg and Barcelona. To fight it out for the uh, <laughs> right to be given a hiding by Leon in the final. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, you are not wrong. Yeah. Well, Wolfsburg, you know, they've come a long way since they would generally get battered by uh,
3: Barcelona. So it's cool. Although the, the, the last time they lost to Leon in the final, I found out yesterday that the last time they lost to Leon in the final, which must have been the year before last, um, Sarah Buadi, the Leon goalkeeper, played the whole of extra time with a broken hand. Jesus, oh, that was that game.
1: Yeah. Oh, my days.
2: They've got goals in them, though. Pop and harder. But pop, mm. pop and harder. <laughs> pop and harder? <laughs> Have you met them? <laughs> uh, pop and harder. I ridiculous. thought you were advising how to score.
4: <laughs> <laughs> pop it harder. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so it should be great. Um, catch those two. And that's it from us for mm. today, I think.
2: Check out the Community Shield as well at the weekend. Oh my days! Both women's and men's have played at Wembley in the same day, I believe. Yeah, they that, are. Yeah, this one, bloody
1: weekend. That's the mad, isn't women's it? Women's matches going yeah. on
2: is, is live on BBC. So, um, yeah.
1: Oh, that'd be lovely to see. All right then, I dial back my <laughs> my astonishment at the start of the new season, which it sort of started before this one ended. Football, as we know. Never ends. Well, well, there's no football happening in in, in America
2: because obviously their their COVID response has been wanting in many states. So like pretty much every um women football uh, player is just leaving because yeah. they just can't play football. Like we Rose just... just signed for Manchester City. Incredible football and um, amazing in the World Cup. She's uh, a good follow on Twitter as well. All oh, right. A dog is eight today. Well, yesterday. So oh, Wilma. Wilma Wrinkles, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Roslavell's dog's called Wilma Wrinkles. It's very enjoyable.
1: A I love it when dogs have two yes. names, yes. and one of them is not the surname of the human to which they uh, to which they belong. Wilma Jean Wrinkles is at name. <laughs> It's the dog's name. Uh, Amazing. Um, (laughs) Right, well, tomorrow, come back. It's Marcus, Vish and Jim. None of you guys, I don't mean. Mm. I mean the listeners. Come back tomorrow. Uh, I've been Kate Virginia, Lucy Mason. You have been...
3: Andrew James Russell.
1: And...
3: I don't have a middle name.
1: (laughs) You can make one up.
2: Peter Jean Wrinkles Donaldson.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. Catch you next time, guys.